Hey guys, it's Allie and Abby, and welcome to the Coffee Pod Podcast, where we talk about anything and everything unfiltered. So grab a cup of coffee, maybe a few snacks, and, and let's, let's get, get chatting. chatting. Hello everyone, welcome back to the podcast. Yeah, we hope you've had a good week as always. And finals went well. Yeah, I'm so glad to be done. It's very nice to be home for a month and just have a break from everything oh, and yeah. no school or any you know, homework to stress about. It's super nice. Yeah, I'm very excited for the holidays. Oh yes, super excited. Um, so last week we talked about friendships and today we're going to talk about relationships. Yep. And these kind of go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. You'll probably notice that um, with what we talk about, they yeah. kind of are very they similar. Inter- interlap mm-hmm. with a lot of their, um, you know, commonalities. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And traits. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the first, I think, thing we wanted to talk about um, was kind of the value in being single. Mm-hmm. Um, so It's really easy to, you know, when you're single, it's, it's easy to get pretty down on yourself and be thinking like why am I not in a relationship I'm seeing all these people you know getting married having kids getting engaged and it can be really hard to mm-hmm. you know see all that happen and be like well why is that not happening happening to me yeah and I think being single is a very it's crucial and it's also it can be very beneficial if you look at it the right way because yeah. you know you're taking time to learn more about yourself, what you want, what you value, and kind of, you know, make sure that you are in the right headspace before mm-hmm. entering a relationship. Yeah, find peace kind of like within yourself before giving that For sure. to someone else, mm-hmm. I think. And I truly think you can't fully love someone else until you fully love yourself. Yeah, or like you're comfortable in yourself exactly. as well. I think that that's probably the biggest value that I've had in being single because I didn't start dating until my senior year of high school Mm -hmm. so before then I was very single Mm -hmm. (laughs) um and I just had kind of had a lot of time to uh, think and to Mm -hmm. like become very rooted in myself yeah and even though like I wasn't perfect I Mm -hmm. still am very glad that I got that time to kind of like explore kind of like what I liked what I disliked Mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff yeah and you want whoever you end up with to just be like an add-on to you don't want them to like you want them to be a little bonus like you don't want to get in a relationship and kind of build your life around that if that makes sense like you don't want to take yeah you yeah yeah you don't want them to define you exactly you want them, yeah um to kind of be a support system for exactly you. yeah exactly you want it wants you want it to be a positive thing exactly definitely yeah. And so you're in long distance right now. Mm -hmm. How has that been for you, especially in college? Yeah, so last year, obviously, I've talked about this, but I was home, and um, my boyfriend was also home. Shout out, Ryan. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, so this year, we just started doing long distance at the beginning of the semester, Um, and so far, it's gone pretty well. I think the biggest thing we've learned thus far is... um, definitely communication mm-hmm. like constant not, mm-hmm. not constant commute but you know like letting your partner know how you're doing and this applies to like well, kind of like learning when like is you know too much talking or not enough talking like it's good yeah. to have that balance there exactly definitely and that was something we kind of had to work through mm-hmm. and then also kind of like um um just getting used to not being there physically with each other Mm -hmm. that's hard it's very hard hard. yeah Yeah, long distance sucks sometimes Mm -hmm. because there's so many moments and i think it's made you guys stronger though yeah yeah really good definitely there are just so many moments in 
like a day where I'm like, oh, I wish I could give him a hug. Mm-hmm. Or like, oh, I wish I could see him in person and mm-hmm. like tell him all this stuff in person. Yeah. Um, but, you know, for me and like um, what my, um, you know, future looks like to me, I think that we have done very well and mm-hmm. we've kind of worked through it. Um, yeah. So, I think that will kind of set you up for success yeah, and, out of college. Yeah. And we've definitely, we've thought about like, the idea of like going to the same college mm-hmm. but for us that wasn't really like necessary I yeah. think we actually probably are growing more um, separately separately yeah mm-hmm. and still having each other is like I think the biggest thing was when we first were about to leave I was really really nervous mm-hmm. um and he was really nervous too yeah because you went from seeing each other almost every single day mm-hmm. last year to then being separated for months at a time exactly really and hard. so right before we left we were kind of like saying how nervous we are for yeah. it um but what I thought of when I was like trying to like console him about it was like I would rather like even though it's it's really hard and it's really it it can be sad to not be with you i am like so blessed that i can go through all of these new experiences with like you there mm-hmm. to, to, to to tell to, yeah to yeah. tell all to of tell my experience all yeah. and like we can kind of share this because yeah. we both had like very similar fears about going to college yeah. so like the ability for us to like relate about that and mm-hmm. talk about it and just have like a constant shoulder to like that's really on. good yeah that's, really that's good. my outlook on it so so far it's been it's been and you really want to be with your your best friend mm-hmm. yeah exactly and I definitely say he's my my bestie for the that was something for me in dating like I have learned that I want to make sure that I like I'm their friend first because yeah. if you just kind of jump in to a relationship it can end up really well mm-hmm. and that's really good yeah. but I think for me developing a connection on like a friendship level sets me up personally for more success versus just jumping into something yeah and right now you would you say that you're kind of like waiting on the right person to come um I'd say yeah I would say I'm waiting I think I'm also content being single oh yeah of course I just mean like like you're not rushing into yeah yeah I know I'm not rushing into anything but I am valuing being single but I definitely yeah, I don't want to just date just to say I'm dating. Yeah. I want to make sure that it's with someone that I can possibly yeah. see a future with mm-hmm. and everything. Because I don't want to just be not thrown around, but like mm-hmm. I want to take it seriously because yeah. I'm 20. No, like yeah. I'm in no like place right now to get married or anything. But like as I'm getting older, I don't want to just like have flings. I want them well, to be exactly. serious. Yeah, for sure. And then what kind of comes with waiting is also like we were saying, working on yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the points that I think is worth bringing up, um, we kind of brought up last week actually with friendships, mm-hmm. but taking the time to heal from past trauma before um, committing to someone new. Yeah. You know, especially when it comes to like past relationships, it can be very hard. Mm-hmm. And you've had some experiences with breakups before, right? Yeah, they were never very intense, but you don't want to take that fear of what was in. I've been broken up with and I've been broken up with, you know, over the phone at like Mm -hmm. 2 a.m. And like that really sucked. But I like I wasn't gonna like kind of take that with me Mm -hmm. in my next relationship because I didn't think it was very necessary. Yeah. And also with what that when that happened, like I was mainly in shock. So I didn't really I didn't cry. I didn't really react because I thought it was a joke. And so by the time I actually processed no. it, I was kind of like, well, Over whatever. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But, you know, whether that's healing like within yourself with like things that like with 
you know, I, I feel like friendships can affect romantic relationships. Oh, yeah. Like, like past issues with friendships can definitely... I think also, kind of along those lines, I think balancing a relationship and friendships is extremely difficult. I think you've done a really good job at balancing mm. having a relationship, but also maintaining friendships and not... Because a lot of people... When they're in a relationship, they get really hung up on that person mm-hmm. and they just spend all their time with that person yeah. and kind of dismiss their friends. And you've done a really good job with that. Well, thank you. Yeah, I I think it was definitely a learning curve. I would say when Brian and I, well, we've been together for like over two years now. Mm-hmm. So it's it seemed, it comes very easily now to mm-hmm. like balance those yeah. two aspects of my life um, and kind of like yeah in that sense um but you know at first it was very foreign to me mm-hmm. like senior year when we first started dating especially in high school it can be oh, very yeah. hard to yeah. balance that like it can be oh i have a boyfriend i need to because you're really excited and you want to be with him the yeah. whole time and like well exactly yeah. and those are kind of like the struggles that i think go go hand in hand with entering a relationship you know especially like yeah. if we have any listeners who like haven't been in like a, a real relationship yet you know mm-hmm. it definitely is a learning curve for yeah. sure especially if you are like in close proximity with mm-hmm. you know your person for sure it it can be hard to balance that yeah um and you know friends can can like get upset over that big which totally understandable i've been upset in the past yeah, with that yeah exactly it's hard. and there have been my some friends have been a little bit upset with me when mm-hmm. i first got into my relationship because you know everything's new and so and you're kind of in that like honeymoon phase exactly. where like you're really excited you're like oh my gosh mm-hmm. this person likes me like i'm gonna yeah. spend all my time with them and then oh, it, yeah yeah it's hard yeah. yeah but i always value a friend who can call me out on it for sure and who can tell me hey I feel like there has been a bit of a disconnect between Mm us. I definitely value a friend who can tell me that and be honest with me without being like um, secretive about it and like going to other people, you know, that can be And holding like a grudge without saying anything. And you know, again, like last week, it just communication. Um, Yeah. But yeah, we have also kind of drafted out a few... Um, I guess pillars for a healthy relationship Mm -hmm. Um, things that we kind of think are very important foundationally once you start getting into a relationship kind of questions to ask yourself so the first one is um, do you have shared boundaries or are there are there shared boundaries yeah you know I think it's really easy to overlook those boundaries especially going into a relationship like boundaries physically boundaries emotionally um, I think that can be really hard to solidify because, you know, you don't want to come off as like very forceful, you know, especially as and you, women. And you don't want to come off possessive either because I yeah. think boundaries can be a negative and a positive thing because too many boundaries, yeah. like you don't want to like stop like whoever you're dating, like and talking from, to the other sex or like, <laughs> or like from doing like anything that maybe you necessarily don't love. Yeah. I think that you should well, let whoever you're with kind of do you know what they love as because you don't want them to like stop you from doing to, something yeah. that you like and that kind of comes back to like do you have that shared boundary that's, that's also trust yeah a big trust, trust thing and we'll definitely talk about that for sure yeah um but with boundaries like um I, what i've felt as like a woman i felt like it's very hard to voice um a concern about like when I first started dating, I wasn't really comfortable with a lot of the physical aspects of being mm-hmm. in a relationship. And, um, you know, my my partner was very understanding of it, obviously, thank goodness. Mm-hmm. But if I had been in a situation where my partner was not, like, 
like it's receptive yeah I would have felt very dismissed because mm-hmm. I did have like a lot of reservations in that aspect mm-hmm. of like physical boundaries yeah and as a woman I feel like it's it's hard because then you're seen as like um you're like what is it um uh it's like like positive, positive. oh <laughs> um he- they do just want bodies, honestly. The, the guys it's, at my high school did, and yeah. I had a boyfriend who would, you know, try to plan, you know, okay, a month we'll do this, two months we'll do mm-hmm. this, New Year's we'll do this, and and you're like, well, I'm like, not well, okay with that. Yeah, I don't want to do that. I, I personally like I value that intimacy is very very important, and I am not just going to do that with anybody mm-hmm. and I'm certainly not gonna do with someone who plans it absolutely not no. that's not and it's not even just planning that it's planning like other stuff and I was just like whoa like you're kind of just assuming that I'm gonna do yeah. these things when you haven't even talked to exactly. me about it which is why the and going along with this um, communication our second thing that we came up with was communication because mm-hmm. in order to you know, talk about these kinds of things, you need to have a good style of communication mm-hmm. and one that works for both of yeah. you. Yeah, and you want to make sure that, like, you, your partner's not too afraid to come to you with a problem. You, you want to make sure you're comfortable enough to come to yeah. them with a the problem. Exactly. Comfortability kind of in a relationship mm-hmm. is very, very important. And I know that yeah. to some extent it does take a little bit to kind of gain that, like, that comfort in someone. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Yeah, so it does it does sometimes take a while to like gain that kind of comfort in someone, but Oh yeah, it ta- and that like relationships take work and like it, it takes a while for you to be like it took a while for me to even be comfortable with like kissing, holding hands, mm-hmm. like cuddle, like it's it's new to you and like you like you don't really know this person and you're getting really close mm-hmm. with them that it's kind of like I I'm a very reserved kind of person and so I reserve myself and I'm very shy around people that I don't really know and I'm not comfortable yeah. with. So that, it takes a long time. And there's nothing yeah. wrong with that. No, not at all. That's kind of like how mine went, you know. <laughs> I'm a bit real blunt. Before, like, I'd say, like, sophomore or junior year, I was deathly afraid of men. Mm-hmm. And, like, boys at my grade and yeah. at my school. I wouldn't be caught t- dead talking to a boy. <laughs> I swear. Ten feet away. I had, no, literally. I was terrified. Yeah, it is. And so it wasn't yeah. until, like junior year when I was kind of forced into like like mutual friend groups with boys that I was like oh like they're not, they're not, that, they're bad. not that bad it, it is intimidating and though I know that a lot of girls feel the same way because oh, yeah. up until like middle school it is like you're hanging out with your girls mm-hmm. you don't really hang out with boys it's like that yeah. separation yeah you know um I never really had close guy friends up until maybe like junior year same me school. too me too mm-hmm. um so that's really common and you know in high school it's that's hard it just high school is just very strange it's um, a very hard time to maneuver life definitely and, like, new experiences and new definitely people. yeah um next yeah. is honesty and faithfulness this is to me this is like number one this mm-hmm. is extremely important because yeah. if you cannot trust your partner exactly. and if they can't trust you what are you doing and i really think that trust fits into this category too honesty faithfulness and trust yes um because if you don't have trust in your partner, there's there's nothing to build off and of. And that's just constant stress and you being neurotic and, like, a lot of impatience, if, anger. Well, and my thought about it is that if your partner gives you a reason to be, like, neurotic and anxious about their whereabouts, then there's something going on there. Yeah. 
That's a bit of a red flag. And that with communication, you should talk about it mm-hmm. and try to see if there is miscommunication or, you know, you just find out that, you know, you were right and it just wasn't, the red flag was right and that yeah. just wasn't a relationship for you. And I think communication, either way it goes, it will benefit you. Because if it goes yeah. bad, then yeah. at least you know. And then if it goes good, then obviously that's yeah. really good. And what also ties into communication, I feel like our next point is respect for yourself and your partner. Yeah. You know, if you have something where you have a problem with it, you know, have enough respect for yourself and your partner mm-hmm. to talk to them about it in the moment. Yeah. Um, that's super important. And I found that that's um, something really important to remember mm-hmm. when um, you're in a relationship or thinking about getting into a relationship. Yeah, I think this also goes for if you want to, like, you know, get out of a relationship. I think with breakups, it can be super easy to just kind of be it, like, text them and, you know, be like, hey, like, I'm kind of over this, like, I don't mm-hmm. want to date anymore. And I think I, I'm guilty of this in high school. I did that to mm-hmm. most of my relationships. I just texted them. I was like, like I, I didn't really have respect for them. I was just kind of like, well, like I'm over it. So I'm just going to let them know and then be over it. And I think you like looking back, like I should have given them the respect to maybe call or talk in person and be like, look, this isn't for me. I'm really sorry. Mm-hmm. Blah, blah, blah. Cause like, I would rather have that like a genuine conversation mm-hmm. about, ending things versus just like a text and it's done yeah honesty is and communication in that way is the biggest sign of respect you know in my opinion that's what i've experienced for sure um and then we also wanted to talk about briefly kind of like love languages and how that can kind of i guess be a tool in your relationship Mm -hmm. i've found it as a really good tool, tool yeah because it truly does kind of show like why your partner does these things like why they they like yeah kind of like how they show how they show their affection because i'm sure you know everyone's different you probably do it in different ways i think it's important to recognize like oh they're doing this out of love like i didn't really know that that's how they were doing it but now that i know i'm like i'm giving love this way and like vice versa and so Mm -hmm. i think that definitely and that can also kind of be like a talk in the boundaries like kind of explaining like this is how I show love. This is how you show love. Yeah. And, no, I've. And there's no lost communication there. Yeah, I. I definitely overthink, and I'm like, do they still like me? Like, what's going on? Yeah, I think if you know if, how they show love, it's really important. Yeah, and if they're not showing you love the way that you show your love, it's very easy to be like, oh, they just don't care. Mm-hmm. Um, like I'll give kind of like an example of kind of Ryan and I's, you know relationship I guess um so I am very much a like quality time person I love just setting aside all distractions and just having time to talk and like joking around too and like making each other laugh Mm -hmm. that is the biggest way that I feel loved Mm -hmm. but he is very much of a physical touch person he (laughs) so cute yeah so he loves like you know cuddling hugging and everything and just being like close to me Mm -hmm. and so we definitely had moments where we've kind of gotten like, um, like just not seeing eye to eye on mm-hmm. the way we hang out just because of our differences in love languages. And so when we finally were like, um, found it and we're like, Oh, like what's yours? What's yours? Mm-hmm. It was like, a there's something clicked and I was like, You're wow, like, Oh my like, gosh, that's crazy. that makes that's so much why sense. Yeah. This is how, so I found that it's just a huge tool with that. And I would definitely recommend that all like couples and stuff go through that process of finding out their love languages. And like, 
I feel like that even goes with friends too. For sure. Um, because I think friends show love in different ways. Exactly. Definitely. Exactly. Yeah. That kind of love isn't just for relationships. You know, mm-hmm. it goes for friends too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that that's pretty important mm-hmm. too. For sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so then we kind of want to talk about like, for me, these are the five things that I kind of view as building blocks and what of what I kind of prioritize mm-hmm. in relationships. So for me, my faith is very important. And so I, you know, I want a man who is, you know, firm in his faith mm-hmm. and is a Christian and has kind of his his own separate um, kind of connection with God. And then I have mine and then together we can build that up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I also look at values very important because yeah, me too. I think if you have the same values in life, because you don't have to have the same interests but if you have the same kind of values and you're on the same page I think that that's really good yeah it's hard to make things work if let's say you want to move to a huge city and have a busy life and like move around a lot and your partner wants to settle down in like Tennessee or something it's like that those are the kind of things where you kind of need to think like like is this gonna be what's best for me and my Mm -hmm. life and my values yeah for sure um, and then interests is pretty important because it's, mm-hmm. you know, you, you don't want to have all the exact same interests, but yeah. I think having a couple in common is really fun because then you can like do things together yeah. you can go do activities and hobbies together. And then like they can introduce you to something new and you mm-hmm. can introduce them to something new. I, yeah, I definitely value, I value having similar interests, but I like also having, I, I like having different interests mm-hmm. um, because I do love learning. Because oh, yeah. if you if you have this exact same interest, it's like when you talk, it's going to be... It's boring. Yeah, exactly. You're about things so to talk about. One of my favorite things about my relationship is the fact that we have different interests. We, we, we are similar. In, but you have different but, things as well. Yeah, exactly. Which is one of the most exciting parts of like mm-hmm. a relationship, I feel yeah. like, especially when you're first starting out. Definitely. Yeah. And then emotional is super important because mm-hmm. if you can have an emotional connection with someone, I think that that, mm-hmm. like, and I also view, like, I want someone who can be vulnerable and, like, show his emotions mm-hmm. because, like, if, if a man can have a good cry, mm-hmm. that's attractive to me because that shows that they care and that they are yeah. comfortable in their, you know, masculinity and they can show their emotions. Yeah, and I think it can be hard because there is such a stigma around men, like, feel, feeling comfortable showing their emotions mm-hmm. because for the longest time our society has valued men being weakness. strong. Yeah. And like, not even that showing emotions is, like, weak, but, like, to society it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's true because... It's not weak at all. No, we cry, like, yeah, all the time. Yeah. Um, and so I think having that, like, awareness and also making your... Com- your partner feel comfortable you know having those emotions. oh yeah and I like, it's okay I've it's always looked at it as like I don't want a man who's never who like will never show his emotions because that's not going to make me comfortable enough to mm. come and like I'm a very emotional person and so I want to be around like I don't want to have to hide mm. my like crying over something even if exactly. it's something so stupid like I want them to you know not see that as a weakness mm-hmm. in me and not belittle me for it and exactly. kind of sit with me and talk mm-hmm. it out. Yeah, I find it very attractive when a man can like share his emotions and how he's oh, feeling. Oh, yeah. And um, yeah. not even like cry, just like share your emotions, you know, and like anger, confusion, like awareness, a, and yeah. like, IQ kind yeah. of. I think that that's, or EQ, I guess, emotional quotient, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think that that's very. Um, very attractive in a guy. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, and 
I also think a deep emotional for me I know this isn't the same for everybody but what I found is that I need a very very deep emotional connection before I can have that physical component mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's been one of the biggest things for me too physical for me is the last and that's just like intimacy like that's mm-hmm. not just like you know kissing holding hands whatever because you know if you're gonna give yourself to somebody <laughs> you want to make sure that like everything else is like in place because mm-hmm. that's super important and you're you're not gonna get that back and you want to give that to someone who you know you're gonna trust and you know they're gonna respect you and everything yeah and I think that physical component is also very um, it's very different for different people, you know. Oh, I yeah. think it's a very, it's, I, I feel like you can kind of have, um, you know, everyone can have their own, like, views on when to get physical, when to do this, when to do that, um, you know, because, yeah, I feel like it's also, it can be very stigmatized mm-hmm. to be physical with yeah. someone before, yeah. um, you know, committing, kind of, and I think that that, isn't necessarily right um mm. but i also don't think it's necessarily wrong to wait you know for no, it yeah. at all and i don't it, think it's wrong to yeah it's it's whatever you feel comfortable at the, with and it's everybody whatever's has, right at the time exactly and everybody and, has different yeah levels. and you're in no place to judge how someone else views it mm-hmm. or how they do that and there are no right and there are no place to judge you for it exactly. it's what you feel at the time what you what you Oh my god! It's the time. If the time is right for you and your partner, then the time is right, and mm-hmm. you don't want to be like, "Oh, well, society yeah. says we need to do that. Do it then, so let's do it then." Yeah. Like you want, exactly. I want to do it on my own time. Exactly, doing it on your own time, and also, of course, having consent. Um, uh, yeah, that's, that's pretty important. Top number one, number one. If you take anything from this, consent. Yes, <laughs> obviously. Yeah. Um, but yeah, those are. Those are, I'd say those are some pretty solid mm-hmm. building blocks for when you get into that relationship and mm-hmm. when you start to maybe think yeah. seriously about your relationship. Yeah. So let's kind of talk about like traits that we look for in, you know, your partner. Because mm-hmm. for me, I have a lot. Not that I'm, not that I'm like high maintenance and like I no, want them to be I... perfect, but I, you know, if you are going to build your life with somebody, like you want to make sure that, you know, you're not just settling. No, I find it very, I find it um, very reasonable for women to have those like high expectations. And society whoever. always pins it on like a stereotype of oh, they're just so high. They're, they're so they're so they're so um, demanding. Like no, no, just for me at least, basic respect. And men, also, men have this too. They exactly. have this of what they're looking for. Exactly. So why can't we? And we each have different, different, different things. Like you and I have different things we yeah. look for. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I think the biggest thing for me is somebody who's funny and someone who can make well, Good not the humor. biggest thing, but like one of the biggest. Well, you want to have someone like you can joke about. Someone, and my like, <laughs> I <laughs> I like make my friends and my like I guess like me and Ryan too like we have very similar senses of humor. And yeah, I really enjoy hanging out with so people fun. who have. Yeah, like the same sense. Of it makes life so much better yeah. and so much more enjoyable. Exactly. Yeah, and yeah, <laughs> that's just that's one of the biggest things for me. I'm not even gonna lie. If yeah, not the biggest, like, yeah. Personality wise. Yeah, for me, I, I'm I I have a lot, but it's not. I don't think that this is too demanding because oh, no, not at all. You know, I want someone who you know can get emotional and isn't afraid to be vulnerable. Yeah. 
who loves God, that's important to me, has his own hobbies that are different than mine, but maybe we have the same ones, Mm -hmm. respects me and my likes and dislikes and my hobbies, Um, similar beliefs, if not the same, they're patient and and gentle Mm -hmm. and comfortable in his, you know, masculinity. I don't, I... Like I, I always tell myself, I'm like I hope like my husband cries on like our wedding day. Like I no, like yeah. I like when they're not afraid, especially in public or in mm-hmm. front of people. If they're not afraid to cry or like show any like emotion of like mm-hmm. excitement, anger, anything. Chef's kiss, perfect. Yeah. Also, <laughs> I want someone who wants kids. I'm not gonna marry someone if they're like, I don't want any kids. Yeah. Like that's important to me. Mm-hmm. And also like being financially stable and can contribute mm-hmm. because I don't wanna be with someone where I am not like the breadwinner, but like I am the sole provider. Yeah. I don't I like you want it to be very balanced, especially with kids. Like you want like it to be very balanced and it's a it's a two way thing. Mm-hmm. And also someone who's selfless because, you know, I I don't want someone who's going to be selfish and kind of think of himself first and put himself first and everything. Like, cause when you're with someone, you're a team mm-hmm. and it's not just one person making all the decisions and the other person going along with it. Like I want yeah. it to be a very balanced, um, dynamic. Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, I guess I didn't mean like humor is the only thing that I look for. No, no, I, 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 so I think a few of the things like, like I said before, humor is probably a big thing for me. Mm -hmm. Um, I also really like, like you were saying similar beliefs and a similar acceptance of just people in general. Mm -hmm. Um, I really want someone who kind of, I I do want someone who aligns with my political beliefs and my just like moral ethics Mm -hmm, you know mm -hmm. um that's super important to Mm me um i really like someone that i am a bit of a homebody yeah me (laughs) too i like someone who is also a homebody who doesn't really force me to do things i don't want to do but i also like someone who's more extroverted than me because i am introverted yeah i kind of i want someone who is gonna push me to do things out of mm -hmm. my comfort zone but not overstepping exactly that's exactly like a balance exactly and yeah as an introvert um i do obviously like someone who's an extrovert um and so shout out ryan he's such an extrovert (laughs) really Um, yeah he is he is i know he doesn't come off as like an extrovert no he doesn't i feel like but um, he's, Aww. it's very nice, like going to social things with him. That is good. Um, he kind of leads the way exactly, a little bit. Exactly. And yeah. it's very comforting for me, a very comforting presence. That's so good. Um, <laughs> yeah. I guess overall, just a comforting presence for yeah. me. Yeah. I also want someone thing. who's like going to be like the person I tell everything to. Yeah. I want them to be your best friend, my best friend. Mm-hmm. And I can go to them with any problem or yeah. like if there's any like gossip going around. Yeah. Like they're the first person I oh. tell. Mm-hmm. And you know, he, I want him to also tell me everything yeah. and kind of express you know what goes on with his day or like if he has any gossip men can exactly. have gossip too <laughs> no, exactly. so i'm like i want to hear it all like no that dynamic yeah. is perfect and i <laughs> i have my my nightly gossip ses- session oh i'm jealous <laughs> no literally i tell That's him everything so nice. it's, and it's, it's nice to kind of like have that like little outlet mm-hmm. also to kind of just get like even if he doesn't like 
sometimes when I'd be ranting to like a guy I was talking to, like I'm not looking for a response. I'm just kind of looking no, for someone yeah. to vent. To. Someone who lets you vent without yes. coming up with a solution. And they listen, but they're not like kind of talking, talking down on you, you, interrupting you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that, and I feel like that is something that it's very does so yeah. well. And I bless him for it. It's <laughs> a lot. What I do, dude. I when I'm talking and I'm like on something, it's nonstop. It's nonstop. He's like, okay, I'm okay, on a slow roll. Down, slow no, down. I'll get like pissed off at something, oh and he's like the first person. I'm like, I'm Aww. so angry right now. <laughs> That's so cute. He just cute. knows exactly what to say, but um, yeah, those are kind of big things mm-hmm. that we've kind of probably piece together yeah um, since we've kind of gotten to the age yeah where it's like- and and also like i know like with like growing up and getting older if you have never like there's such a stereotype around people who you know have never really had a serious relationship they've never been intimate they've never had a boyfriend or like a, or like gone on a date or anything like i like and that's totally okay because society has really put it on you of like oh my gosh like if you are 20 and you've never gone on a date what are you doing like mm-hmm. you at like in high school it was such a if you've never if you'd never had a boyfriend or gone on a date you were looked at as such like a yeah. weirdo well and also as you get older you find things out about yourself whether that be like sexuality preferences you know it's it's not all like black and white i feel like there's yeah there's a lot and there's no absolutely no shame in figuring that out before you get into something yeah and you don't want to rush into things as well like if like you don't want to rush into a relationship just to say that you are in a relationship or you were in a relationship like Mm -hmm. you want to take it slow and step by step and make sure that this is also i (laughs) am really strong in taking away labels until you you know date for a while i think dating you do not have to be labeled boyfriend girlfriend i think for me i want to date someone for a good couple weeks go on a few dates and really test the waters compatibility yeah i'm not gonna go on a date and be like okay like you're my boyfriend no no i think and i have had that's kind of something i've had a problem with is just jumping in so quick Mm -hmm. and then it and then it ends dating is important like dating without saying like oh we're a thing Mm -hmm. we're a couple not dating Um, without being exclusive exactly i think that that's important like obviously not for like a long time i would say like for me it's it's i feel like um, a couple weeks or a month yeah Yeah. i think that that's that's huge and um yeah i mean yeah it's it's weird because uh, i remember (laughs) I'm sad that this is what I think about, but I was thinking about Gilmore Girls, <laughs> and when Lorelai was like on her on her thing dating mm-hmm. like Max and stuff, mm-hmm. she would always be like, "Oh, like we're dating." I feel like nowadays you don't you don't date and not be exclusive. If you yeah. go on a date, I feel like it's implied and it's like expected that you're exclusive. It's so annoying. And I think that like maybe like 20 years ago it was very different yeah and i think we're kind of missing that because i remember i saw that in gilmore girls and i was like hmm, well i remember Lord, when I, I, having a point right I now. remember i was on a date with my boyfriend at the time it was senior year and this was like our first date and i remember i came and we had already become boyfriend girlfriend i came home and i told my mom and she was like already like, yeah that was fast and i was like what like no it's not and looking mm-hmm. back uh, <laughs> yeah that was the first time I'd met the guy. Yeah. That was very quick. Mm-hmm. Very quick. Yeah, it's important. So too. Julie was right on that. <laughs> if you're listening, Julie. <laughs> um, I think that that's important to have that like space for yourself and mm-hmm. then also for your partner to figure out if this is what you want. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think a lot goes into that decision to start dating. And it honestly, 
it's on it's an individual thing and it's on your own time also dating can be scary like it's hard especially after breakup putting yourself back out there Mm -hmm. and you know i haven't dated in almost two years and you know it's scary not having that like or not not having that kind of experience and stopping that for a while and then getting back into it because like it's hard getting comfortable with somebody and you know going on dates and seeing if you're compatible like it, it's difficult mm-hmm. it's really hard it is um so it really is like something where like you are the one who needs to decide when to make that jump yeah and it doesn't matter when not like it doesn't matter you know how long you need to wait in order to heal from whatever it is or feel comfortable mm-hmm. even you know um you know it's always worth it having that time to figure things out and figure yeah. yourself out you know yeah i think we're also as us as humans are always so quick to judge too and like you look at someone who you know maybe like you don't even like you don't even we, we don't even give people a chance mm-hmm. a lot of the time and if you don't give people a chance you're never gonna know mm-hmm. and i think that's also super important because you could end up with some with someone who you pff, never thought Didn't you would picture yeah, yeah. I think that's definitely something that we, I think that's definitely something that we do, mm-hmm. you know? I dated a guy my sophomore year and never thought I would, but he, I, he's the only one I still talk to now. And it was such a fun relationship and he was funny and, you know, it was really good. And it's always the people that you don't expect mm-hmm. also. Exactly. Yeah. And that's really fun, honestly. Yeah. That's people is. you don't expect. It is definitely. I think that's um, one of the best kinds of relationships is the ones that you least and also i really believe that like the right person will come when you're like not even it's not even on your radar yep because when you're kind of focusing on you know you and your life then it's gonna be a surprise yeah and it's having that it's fun Uh, yeah. yeah Yeah. So Yeah. I think that's everything we wanted to talk about this. We kinda episode. covered yeah, everything. Yeah. Um, we hope you guys um have a good start to winter break if you're in college and if you're in high school. Getting through almost the last there. Week almost or there. So. Almost there. Um but yeah. Yeah. We hope you enjoy this episode mm-hmm. and we will see you next time. Yeah. See you next time.